0: Welcome to The Laneway,
1: where we delve into all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and sustainable fat loss,
0: but coming at you with an unbiased, educational, and hopefully entertaining approach.
1: Welcome to episode number 22 of The Planet's number one hilarious health and fitness podcast as rated by at Train With Brad. Uh, Today, Ash actually opened up... The dog just nearly knocked over the table. Ash opened up about her childhood and about some of the names that she used to get called, and it was actually really, really interesting to hear. We then got into our questions, which were, number one was, BCAAs, when are they useful? Number two was, how can I avoid muscle loss? Question number three, what are your best tips to stop yo-yo dieting? Which anyone that doesn't know, uh, that's eating yo-yos. Question number four, do either of your programs support vegan diets? And also, what are good protein sources for vegans? And then question number five was about carbs and what impact they have on the body. I'm a bit out of puff.
0: <laughs> what have you been doing just
1: from talking to you
0: <laughs> we've just been sitting here having a good old chinwag on this friday morning it's
1: friday today
0: it is friday today so i think last week what did we do
1: you know what we should do oh, you're gonna
0: bring us some friday vibes last week we late. recorded it on a saturday you know we found oh here we go the Friday vibe. Yes. <laughs> yes. I uh, wonder if anyone. Like, I hope it's not
1: too loud. Sorry. <laughs>
0: They're like shit. I need to turn it down in my car. I'm trying to turn it down a bit. <laughs> I'm just. You smile every time it comes on, don't you? There's only the Friday part.
1: Why don't we release this on a Friday?
0: I don't know. I actually don't know why we started doing it on a Thursday. I would actually be interested to know. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, I wonder what day, because I send out a weekly email, you get a weekly podcast. Like, what day is optimal? Like, what day would you prefer to open up your email and read a thought provoking email? Or what day would you like to open up the podcast app and hear? Ash and Brad in your ears. We're
1: going to open up the lines. So if you're listening, call in now.
0: (laughs) Brad10 is actually the phone number, (laughs) believe it or not.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, I I wonder why we picked Thursday.
0: I don't know. I got no idea. It's episode 22. That means that we're one month of being a six month old podcast.
1: Mm.
0: We're going to celebrate.
1: Mm, Time to quit. (laughs) <laughs> it does. hasn't taken off
0: it has taken it off. actually
1: has yes
0: it's been cool you yep. watch the downloads every week and it's so cool to just see it progress and sometimes actually some episodes have performed better in terms of downloads than others and it is actually cool to see yeah it's cool to see that progress it's
1: all in the heading which um as a I wouldn't I was gonna say creator I think I've been watching too many YouTube videos well I feel but, like
0: we are creators yeah
1: yeah We created Casey. As a creator, (laughs) you can create like some awesome content. Yes. But if either the Instagram photo or the heading of the podcast or- Or
0: even the heading of the- The
1: subject of the email. Yes. Isn't enough to capture someone's attention, it cannot perform.
0: And you're like, that content was so freaking good.
1: Like one of your emails that performed the best was the one that said- uh, your delivery from Ash Lane is on its way. Yeah. In the subject line. Yeah. And then. And the was, content was the con- look. It was look, three lines. Yeah. It was something like, "Oh, you didn't order sustainable fat loss." Sorry, I'll just leave this here. Yeah. You know something. <laughs> yeah. Because the you know I guess that's an extreme example. People are like Ash Lane. I know her, but I don't think I ordered anything from Ash Lane. You know, so it's. Triggers them to look further into it. Yeah. So that's like an example of an email that had no content in it. Yeah. Throwful lines.
0: But best performing. But the subject
1: line is enough to hook people.
0: Mm. Yeah, the email that I sent out this week about Elon Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't even – surely everyone knows who Elon Musk is. Anyway, nah, didn't perform as well as I had hoped. Look, I mean, it still had a freaking – Great amount of opens, mm. but not one of the top performing. But content-wise, on the inside of that email, bloody good.
1: If you received it and didn't watch it because you don't care for Elon Musk, I uh, read it. Go, go back and read it. Yeah, it was good. It was the content was really good. Yeah, I read them. I open your emails and read them.
0: Good. So you should. I enjoy them. <laughs> I enjoy them too. I send them to myself <laughs> and I'll read it and I'll admire. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's what a like, to the point. Really hit me, really (laughs) resonated. It was great.
1: Yes. The best ones are the ones where they are a bit behind, you know, where you'll do something like you, I remember, I think I did two or three posts and I had, I was like, I'll wait a week for this one. Yeah. By the time it comes time to post and I'm like, oh yeah, that was cool. I like, I like reading that.
0: Actually, I really liked your post yesterday.
1: Did you like it? Yeah, it
0: was very, very good about cheat meals, Mm. but it was, there was a bit of crudeness in it still. But it was still, like, so to the point. It was very, very good. Mm. Very, very good.
1: It is, once again, as a creator. You never know. Like, you don't know. Yeah. You just write it and you go, I don't know if people are going to resonate with this or yeah. not. Like, you just don't know yeah. until, you know, you get some feedback.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the feedback is by people commenting, by people sharing it, by people liking it. That's mm. your feedback. If none of those three things happen, as a content creator you're like well that was shit (laughs) right yes yeah yeah. it's like it's so hard to pull away from from that like and you know top experts are like don't count the likes or don't count the shares but that is the engagement tells you whether it performed or not
1: yeah you can use it as a bit of feedback but the reality is you just gotta push on
0: yeah you just gotta keep going yeah regardless like not get caught in a hole
1: yes go make the next one it just keep going. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't stop. Keep spreading the same message. Yep. Yeah. So
1: one of your favourite things to say is don't stop. <laughs> stop. So, so you had your post came out yesterday, which was high calorie, low volume
0: yes, food calorie options. Adults, which yes. I
1: think they're great. I think that's something that a lot of people anyone that's been through one of your groups and yep. has reversed up high understands. People that have not, and they're like used to eating 1,500 calories or 1,200, they're like, you know what, I could never imagine a time where I would struggle to eat 2,200 or 2,400 calories, like, you know, find something else to whinge about. Yeah. That's, that's not possible. But it is so common that these chicks get up to that 22, 24 or higher yeah. and they're like, I'm struggling to get all this food in. Like it is super common because it's easy to have a binge a 6,000-calorie binge on a Sunday or Saturday, yeah. but to consistently do 2,400, 2,400, 2,400. And if you let your foot off the gas a bit early in the week, good luck catching up.
0: By the time it gets to Sunday, you're like, wow, there's a lot of food that I need to eat.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people will just increase the volume of their current diet, Yeah, you know, or try and add in another snack or another whatever. Yeah. So I think your post that showed, you know, add oil, you know, that trial mix for me is...
0: Actually, um, there was a comment saying, "I can't believe how much Lani. calories." Yeah, yeah, Lani wrote on it. Yeah, can't believe how many calories are in trial mix. It is ridiculous. It's so was so, it five hundred calories per hundred grams? Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, so the little the little pack I had, I I normally would get them in that bigger bag. Yeah, I can't remember. Is that a hundred grams? Oh, or?
0: No, that bigger bag is like a half a kilo. Yeah. Bag. So I usually have one of them snack a day. Packs. But
1: I got a snack pack, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll try these. I think Aldi. Yeah, I'm they were from Audi. Yeah, they are. Sure. It was 45 grams, which 45 grams is nothing. You can hold that in your hand.
0: Yeah, it's a tiny, it's a snack pack. It's for you to put in your handbag. Yeah. Or your pocket if you're a guy.
1: Well, we can't have fucking handbags.
0: Well, you could have a satchel. You can
1: I have a man satchel. You can
0: have a man bag. So
1: <laughs> it's a small amount of food and it was nearly 300 calories. It's two hundred and eighty something calories yeah. for forty five grams.
0: Yeah, so good. That is actually mm. a like probably looking at value volume versus calorie content is one of the most valuable options
1: for me. It's that juice. Juice is an awesome one. Yeah, like you know, just fresh squeezed orange juice. Mm. Just you get healthier with every mouthful. Um, peanut butter. Two things, like smoothies or whatever. Yeah. Like, because you can add. Or and just then, have
0: this peanut butter sandwich. Peanut
1: butter sandwich. And then oil.
0: Oil. For me, it's chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Someone actually wrote on the post, she's like, or just chocolate, wine and cheese. And I'm yeah. like, or you know just chocolate, wine and cheese. Yeah. Let's like, just actually. Bottoms up. <laughs> yeah. It's, look, if you're looking at it from that perspective, I think what happens is a lot of people embark on <clears throat> a health and fitness journey and particularly one that is alongside me, it is quite an opposite journey. Like it does feel like, oh, well, hang on a minute, I should just be eating clean food. I should just be eating, you know, my, my chicken and veg and there should be no room for chocolate. And they do get a little bit fearful of like, oh, I don't want to fill my calories with junk, which that's not what we're trying to do. We want to obviously have a full... Uh, range of nutritious whole foods but if that means that you're you're eating nutritious breakfast lunch and dinner and you want to have an ice cream at night that's okay
1: and it it is funny people get back on the wagon and when they're off the wagon they're eating ice creams and junk and pizzas and wine it doesn't it doesn't matter a fuck but when they're on the wagon there's this subconscious thing that you go well now I need to eat healthy so that I can hit my goal, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you, um, rather than getting on and off the wagon, if you eat in a way that brings you joy, whole foods plus soul foods, by the end of the year, even though you're eating ice cream after dessert or if you're having – On a
0: daily basis. On a daily basis,
1: or if you're having a chocolate or whatever, you're going to find that you're having a lot less junk by the end of the year on average compared to – Restricting hardcore for eight weeks and only eating celery and then going bananas and eating, you know, yeah. all the junk. Yeah. You'll eat more junk in that binge than you will over a three month period.
0: A hundred percent. At an 80 20 or whatever. But it doesn't see 31. subconsciously or even consciously for those people. It doesn't feel like that. They're like, no, 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 no. like I eat good all the time, but then I have a binge. Brad's a hundred percent right. You will likely eat a lot more crapola in that one binge than you would if you just had a small amount every day Mm. and having a small amount every day reduces the chance of having that binge or that overeating moment for most people most people call it a binge but technically speaking a binge is actually what comes from an an eating disorder which not a lot of people do a lot of people do have but most people don't it's just you know like most people relate to the word binge they know what that is Mm. um it's yeah, kind of like, yeah, exactly, exactly like that. So I think, you know, what we're trying to do is reduce those moments and improve your relationship with food so that you can go out for lunch and you don't feel like you have been so deprived that, you know what, I'm just going to quickly eat all the food here today and I'm going to walk out feeling sick and then start afresh tomorrow. You never want to get to that point. You want to be able to go out for lunch, Listen to your, your body's hunger signals. You know what? After you've had half a bowl of pasta – I mean, I, I, I grew up in a family where you had to eat absolutely everything on your plate, which I still believe is like that – I always had that mentality. I've got to finish it. I've got to finish it. Now I can go out, order a bowl of pasta, and I'll stop when I'm full. I don't have to finish it. Mm. So –
1: Kids in Africa with no past yeah, or barbells. <laughs> so, um, I think you had a note here that you wanted to bring something up today. You've said something about relationship, and I'm nervous. Yeah. I'll be doing yeah. this in front of everyone. Yeah, so <laughs> you got some feedback for okay. me?
0: <laughs> Definitely not. Um, twice this week, I've had like two separate but similar kind of, I guess, questions or statements. One question came up in a live and it was um, basically, you know, what should I do? This is just like in short, but basically, what should I do? Um, My husband is, how did I put it to you? I'm not going to say angry, but do you remember how I put it to you?
1: I don't, but I th- can bring it up here if you want. Yeah, He was giving, not. Ne- I don't think it was necessarily negative Because well, you were on the
0: live as well.
1: Yeah, I was watching it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Com- I actually commented on this one. Yeah, you did. Which I think that's the first time I've ever commented on a live.
0: Well, because you're usually Norm- live live. Normally
1: I'm here. And I when she wrote it, I was like, I'd, I would love to give my feedback. Yeah. And I hesitated because I was like, it's not really my group and I probably shouldn't really be in there stalking. The lives anyway yeah but I was like oh I'm normally there yeah so I'll just you know
0: yeah I think it was great actually but basically in short um you know her husband was finding it hard to ad- uh, adjust to her uh, new I guess lifestyle of you know tracking food um it seemed like she was actually not eating the same meals as her family by choice so if you're not in one of uh, my programs we do track food but there's no meal plan for you to follow so the idea of that is for you to have a weekly calorie budget and a daily protein target but um Eat, fill those calories with whatever brings you joy, so that you can eat with your family, so that you're not segregated, so that you're not going to Cheryl's birthday party and taking your Chinese container of food or eating before you go and not eating there, or do, do you know what I mean? So you're actually included rather than excluded. So that's the whole idea behind it. Now, did you bring up the question? Yeah, for yeah, me? yeah.
1: So her question was. Uh, keen to hear if anyone you trained has experienced a bit of tension with their partner in terms of a new a regimen. Example, weighing food meticulously, which means sometimes not eating together as the food is different or takes longer to prep, not eating out as much, etc. I find growing tension with my partner and it's making the process harder. Yeah. Which is sort of like the opposite of what we normally is that right
0: yeah totally it's that that is honestly the opposite of what we're going for yeah we're actually going for for you to be able to eat out and enjoy your time with your family and your friends and eating the same meal as your family instead of stopping eating out and eating different meals because at the end of the day if you are doing that there is only going to be a period of time likely a short period of time where you will stick to something like that before you actually like you know what I hate being segregated. I hate the feeling of being different. No one likes feeling different. People like feeling a part of something, not a loner. Like that's just human nature. We like to be included. Tribe. Yes, it, it comes down to tribe, it mm. comes down to community and, and, and that's, that's what it is all about. So if you are feeling, you know, like it is growing tension between your partner and this was something the other day that I found quite, I guess personally I found it quite challenging to answer because I have nothing but support from you obviously and, you know, even at the start of my journey, yes, you were like, how long is this going to last? Mm. 10 years ago <laughs> with my joggers that you bought me. You came home with my Adidas, my pink added, my first pink Adidas joggers. And everyone had bets on how long it was gonna last.
1: Adidas is actually the sponsor of today's podcast, she's Brad Ten at checkout.
0: <laughs> um, but to be honest, it you have been nothing but my biggest support on this journey. So I did find it quite challenging. But after I had, I guess, time to um, digest. mull over it, digest it, um, it it became a little bit more like okay, asking the questions rather than being like I'm not sure how to to I guess answer it. You know, like your husband should be supporting you, kind of thing. That was my initial reaction.
1: Hers was different because it was different from both sides. Yes, number one, it was different because um, husband sounds it's okay. How do we say this without being rude to some husbands? Sorry, husbands, if you're listening, some husbands. Mm-hmm. Yes the wife will start a new journey. Yes. And for some people, not everyone, but some husbands can sort of feel left behind. Yes. Like the wife's starting to change because what can happen through a process like this is you can have a, like quite a a lot of ladies will have like a big mental shift. Yeah. You're not, you don't necessarily go into it with the expectation that we're gonna, it's gonna be Tony Robbins, and we're gonna be, you know, ah, yeah. uh, you know, I am my greatest human myself. But just going through the process of slowly achieving your goals, pulling down barriers around food restriction and scale s- sadness, all that stuff, you start to change the person that you are.
0: Yeah, you really grow as a human. You grow
1: as a human, and some husbands—not all, but a small percentage of husbands—can actually
0: see that shift happening
1: and having they sort of are comfortable which I'm not going to say it's the husband's fault because a relationship is like a set of railway yes railway lines yes you need to continue to keep those railway lines next to each other parallel otherwise if you just change one railway line by one degree in a thousand kilometers they're going to be a kilometer apart yeah so anytime a railway line does make a a change Mm. a very a what's the thing a change like it, whatever it, yeah <laughs> the other row line needs to make a decision
0: yeah they either say on that same path
1: do i continue along my path which will mean we grow apart or is this a short term and the other part you know to give a bit of support to the hubbies out there is this the 100th fucking new challenge that the wife has started yeah which which maybe it is and, and so in that case I think they've got to give the wife a bit of time to work out, is this something that, you know what, this is sustainable, this is going to be me for the rest of my life, and then at that point the hubby can go, oh, you know what, good on you. That's when the support can change. Yeah. So if early on hubby's a bit like, oh, how long is this one going to last, you know, that's I can empath, empath, empathise with that mm. because, you know, it's the 100th, you know. yeah challenge or whatever so that part was there and then the other part she's like um because we're not sharing meals and and i'm like or not eating out i'm like what i don't know why yeah yeah i would like to get to understand that bit yeah um now she did reply and she said she was she's awesome like she's mad she said something about uh he's uh you shouldn't have to do all this. Take it easy. What's it say? Thank you. It's been hard because he is fit naturally and doesn't have to do much to sustain. Uh, I think he thinks it's too strict and comes from the mindset of you shouldn't have to do all this or take it easy, listen to your body, give yourself a break. Mm. Um, sometimes good advice. Uh, he's, def- he's yeah. So He's definitely not destructive or unsupportive. I just feel the dull roar of tension about it at times. And so, you know what? I would maybe say to this chick that has posted this are you being too rigid mm. what's your husband eating yeah can you eat that yeah if you've only got a protein target and a calorie target what would happen if why are you eating different meals you what you should what you should be doing oops what you <laughs> should be doing is really eating in a way that brings you joy for a lot of it yes you have to have a protein target but you if you're having if you're a if you eat a whole food diet, a protein target's not that hard to hit. You, you know, if you're having a animal sauce for two of your meals and then some yogurt or an egg at one of your meals, you're nearly there.
0: Yeah, a protein shake. Yeah,
1: Or a protein <laughs> shake. So I would say, is there something – it's hard because I feel like we've got 10% of the info yeah, yeah. and we need her to call in so we can really go through it. And yeah. I don't want to come across as –
0: Taking a side as well.
1: Taking a side either. Yeah. But I would say maybe there is a room for compromise in this. You know, maybe he could um, uh, realise that it comes easy to him but it doesn't come easy to everybody. Yes. Something that can happen to personal trainers that are naturally – because it's very normal transition. Someone to be good at sports, mm. very athletic, transition to personal training, it comes so easy to them they don't realise – that actually for a lot of people they're the opposite yeah. and it's quite difficult they're for them. They're
0: motivated to get up at 4 o'clock every morning but their clients aren't likely.
1: Yeah, so maybe he could bump a bit back and go, you know what, fair enough, I can see. And, and look, maybe there is wiggle room for her as well. If, yeah. if they're not eating out, why not? Yeah, exactly. If, if it's not a financial thing, Yeah. you know, if you're not sharing those same meals, why not? Yeah. You know, I feel like whether you're doing this program – Or living your own life. Yeah. Those like boundaries are the same. Boundaries, I think, is a really good word. Those boundaries are the same. You should still be eating in a way that can bring you joy. Unless her calories are mega low. Maybe she did the tracking and she, you know, for some strange reason, she's only got 1,100 calories. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's going to be some restriction there, you know. But in saying that, if that's the case, you're building towards getting away from that. Exactly. The only way to get away from that. There's two ways. One, go straight to double your calories and you're going to gain some body fat. Yes. And then you're away from that restriction. Yeah. Or two, slowly build your way up to doubling your calories and get away from that restriction. So I'd say maybe both the row of lines there could...
0: Could, yeah. Uh, look, there's, I'm
1: it. sure there's more to it. Yeah. And so we're sort of taking a bit of a stab, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and yeah. she's she might be like look, I appreciate the advice, but actually that's not the reason. This is – and I'll be like, oh, Oh. actually I would have totally different advice then. Yeah,
0: totally. No, I think like for for most of what you said is usually the case. There's not many husbands that aren't – that actually – say that, that say that, oh, I think this is a little bit too restrictive. Usually, if I'm completely honest, I can't, I've lost count now how many messages I have gotten from husbands. And they're like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, Cheryl's husband. And I'm like, oh, hi. He's like, thank you for giving me my wife back. Yeah, Yeah. Thank you for, my wife is a different human and we are so much more in love. I've got, thank you for saving my marriage. Like all of these things. So it is quite, I guess, a different... A different message and yeah like you said maybe there is a little bit th- th- a little bit of compromise to happen yeah, yeah
1: because I think I think it would help if you shared you personally not just the first Adidas shoes <laughs> but sh- you know well people see you how you are now confident you know
0: oh, I it's funny because actually this came up yesterday as well so not only was that question earlier in the week there was a client which actually yesterday was a day where My mood was not on top of the world. It was not sunshine and lollipops. You know, like you're seeing people around Australia going into lockdown again, you know, Melbourne for the fifth time. And then in the afternoon, I had a client message me really upset um her her brother actually came to her after I you know went back and forth a little bit she said someone has come to me someone close to me has come to me and said that I'm just getting fatter and whatever I'm doing is not working and I think that was the icing on the cake for me they didn't say that actually and after a bit of digging it turns out it was her brother And because at first I was like, the first thing I would do is never speak to that person again. Like actually, like I'm a big believer on surrounding yourself with people that are going to throw logs on your fire instead of piss on your fire. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I watched that yesterday and I was like, that is such a good analogy. I've never
1: heard that. That is That is
0: what I'm all about. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to tell the person that you hate them and that you never speak to them again. Uh, you can speak to them if you see them in the street, be, pol- be polite, but I would be distancing myself and spending more time with people that throw logs on my fire. That's that, And that's come from experience.
1: I so throw a log on your fire, but You
0: throw plenty of logs on my fire. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was quite, I guess, upsetting for me to see her go through that, and I think it's quite triggering because – I have been through that my entire life. So and I and I I said to Brad that I've never told anyone. Obviously Brad knows, but I've never actually spoken about it. Live in front of anyone else, but growing up, not from my mom, but growing up, just in case, just in case my mom's yes. like, because mom listens and she'll be like, Oh my god, the people think it's me. No, um, my mom is also a throw a log on your fire kind of person,
1: she is a 100%. She's yeah, my yeah.
0: like, she's out the front with pom poms every day. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Give me an A, A, you know, yeah. um, but every day growing up. I was told I was stupid. I was literally, I was called dumb as dog shit. That was my nickname. I was told that I couldn't do do things. You know, in most recent years, I've been told that you're just a PT. I have constantly been told my whole life that I cannot do things. And that has been the fuel to my fire I won't put up with people telling me you can't do something I'll show you I won't say anything and then I'll just show you that I can and I will not stop until I achieve it Um, and I think that has really gotten me to where I am so for example Brad buying me my Adidas shoes and saying how long is this going to last well guess what Here we are 10 years later, but-
1: You could turn a piss into fuel over (laughs) there. Yeah, exactly. You might have to be able to help Elon Musk after all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, I I really do think like, yeah, you can use it to your disadvantage. You can use other people's, which don't, don't serve you, right? If someone tells you that you're shit, if someone tells you that you're fat, how is that actually helping you? I think these people do- somewhat part of them thinks that, oh, if I just give it to them tough and tell them that they're fat and that whatever they're doing is not working is going to serve them. But it's not. You're already, you already feel shit about yourself. You already, you already are concerned that the process is going to take longer. The last thing you need is for someone to tell you that it's not working. All of a sudden, those, those comments and those thoughts make you think, oh my God, am I fat? I think I actually feel fatter. I'm pretty sure I'm fatter. My my clothes are tighter. Mm, And it's all, it's a psychological thing. You're Mm. receiving that feedback. All of a sudden you start telling yourself, it becomes your narrative. It becomes your story. And even if at some point you do lose the weight, even while you've got all this negative feedback, what's going to happen is you're going to start finding yourself moving towards gaining the weight back that you lost anyway, because the narrative or the story that you've told yourself or or that you're hearing from other people surrounding you is that you are fat, that you are not worthy. So something that I personally did, I was called skinny my whole life. I was called stupid. I distanced myself from that. I chose to Not listen to it. I've chosen to choose people that throw logs on my fire. We had, and it was so amazing. On Sunday, it was Brad's birthday. And we had literally every close friend that we have in our lounge room. There was a couple missing. There was a couple. Cheryl couldn't make it. (laughs) There was, yeah, there was a couple missing because they, because we had the party Saturday night. So there was a couple missing that were feeling a little bit sorry for themselves. But for the most part, all of our closest friends, and they are all people that are your biggest cheerleaders. Yeah, we don't have anyone in they're our wood lives, chippers. Th- right? Yeah,
1: they're cutting up wood.
0: And I think it's important to take a look at those people around you because they are going to hold you back. They are not going to lift you up and push you forward. And the more that you hear that, the more that that narrative is in your head, um, the more that you're just not going to actually actually move forward right
1: i love the way that you choose i love how you respond And you know, i'm <laughs> gonna give an ex- i'm gonna give a real life example okay. that happened this week so when those you know if someone did call you you're dumb or stupid or dumb as dog shit
0: i can't i still am like i cannot believe that i used to be called that
1: i like your way to respond would be respond with silence yeah you know and i think that's one of your greatest what's the word attribute or yeah, maybe. Attribute. I think so. A word. Yeah. You're like. You're like. That's it. That's what you're picking. I'm like. No. Have you I'm seen like. These I'm legs? like yeah. No. But <laughs> because during during the week this week it might have been like two days ago. Yeah. Um. We wear what are those things? Those teeth things.
0: Uh. Invisalign. The Invisalign, we call them teeth.
1: We call them teeth. You have to wear like retainers at night. Yeah. Um. And so. I, the thing that the teeth live in, I call it, you know. We t-
0: call it teeth house. A
1: teeth house. <laughs> so I get up in the morning and I take my teeth out and I look over at Ash's basin and she's got my t- tooth house on her side of the basin. In, and I'm like, I open my cupboard, it's not there. And I go, it must be my tooth house because I wore my t- teeth last night and actually I don't think you did. And I said, I think that's my teeth house. And you looked at me like, oh, you didn't say anything, but you looked at me like, that's not your teeth house. And I'm like... So I didn't even need your answer. You just, <laughs> you know, bionically got it from your brain to <laughs> mine with the look yeah. on your face. Yeah. And I was like, mate, it's my teeth house. I wore my teeth last night. I would have put it here. I, w- I didn't have attitude, but I was just like explained it. Yeah. I was like, it would have been mine because I wore mine last night you didn't. Yeah. So I just grabbed it from your side of the sink, put my teeth in it. Well, <laughs> 10 minutes later, I walk to my side of the bed and there's my teeth house. Next, <laughs> on your bedside On table. my bedside table. And I'm like... You didn't even respond. You would have known. You would have been like, this motherfucker's stealing my fucking tooth house. But you chose not to react, not to respond. You just walked away and you went, this idiot. And just, you know, carried on with your life. You didn't let it. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And I know that's a weird example. I came and found it. I said, fuck, I love how you deal with me. <laughs> I said, I just found my tooth house next to my bed. I said, I know you knew. I said, I fucking love that about you. You didn't have to. And I'm like, how many times does that happen? And I don't even realise, yeah. you know, because if I hadn't found the tooth house, I would have just gone on for the rest of my days thinking you stole my tooth house that day. Yeah. You know, you're trying to put it on your side and you just don't even care.
0: I you know? Like, you, sometimes you've got to pick your battles. But, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I got to tell you. So when I
1: do realize, I always tell you, so yes. so that when I miss one, yes, so you don't get the shits. You're like not like oh, again. You know <laughs> again, what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, he just doesn't know.
0: Yeah, I think like so,
1: so when it comes to these yeah. chicks, that's what I was going to say. You can't argue with someone like that. So you could not have argued with me about the tooth house because no. it's reasonable to assume mm. that my teeth went in. But the tooth house is a metre from there. Mm. It's reasonable for me to think they're my teeth mm. house. And so I'm going to be like, well, where else would they be? So you can't reason with me because there's you know, there's somewhat, not evidence, yeah. but there's reason to believe that that could be the case for Well, there's me. at
0: least evidence in your head.
1: In my head. Yeah. So someone from the outside in saying, you're fatter. Yeah. That's in their head. Maybe they're used to seeing eight-week challenge, lose 10 kilos, to them that's progress, to most people that's progress, and they're like, why, how come this time I haven't seen that change in you that I normally are used to seeing? Even though you lose that five or 10 kilos, you gain that five or 10 kilos back, it's not the point. A lot of people don't realise, majority of people don't realise that process. So what I'm getting at is, you're not going to win an argument with someone like that. Mm. You're not going to justify it unless you get them to, to listen to 22 episodes of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe by then they'll be like, "Yeah, all right, that that makes sense to me now," and I they'll can see it. they'll do the the tooth apology. Yeah, like, all right, fair enough.
0: <laughs> Thank you for putting up with me for being an asshole.
1: Yeah. So I think the way to respond to that is just water off a duck's back
0: i i think so it is so super hard for women to particularly when it's clo- like it's people close to them and they already feel fat you know like it, it is hard but it's the only way that you're going to be able to move forward is to either a not speak to them now this person works with her brother yeah. Okay. So she sees him, I'm assuming, Ma- every single Mom, day. Mum, can you tell David <laughs> that... <laughs> <laughs> to shut the yeah, F up. Yes. I actually said to her, <laughs> I, like I wrote this super long message and at the end I was like, please tell your brother to shut the F up. I didn't say the F word, I just said F. I was like, because you have to see him every day. But... Yeah, like I think it's just important to be able to block that. But also on the other side is is creating a new story in your head because as long as you are living the... Uh, I guess, victim mentality of like, I am the fat person. This isn't working. I'm just getting fatter, blah, blah, blah. As long as that's circulating in your head, the daily action that you're going to take is never going to be positive. You need to start creating the, looking at future you, you know, future Ash, what does she look like? I'm not saying me, but whatever whoever's listening, the version of you that the best version of you what does she do every day what does she say is she smiling every day is she laughing is she eating the foods that she um loves is she moving like she loves her body is she you know is she genuinely happy to the core if that's the person that you want to be you have to start thinking like her does she say i'm a fat worthless piece of crap does she say that hell no likely not. She's going to say, you know what? I'm doing this for me. I love myself. I love my family. You know, do you have a daughter? Do you have a daughter or son that is watching this all or nothing mentality? Is your daughter or son watching that you're saying these horrible things about yourself? You've got to start walking in the shoes of that future you because every day that passes, you will, you'll eventually become her and you'll be like, how on earth did this happen? It's because you're living your life on a new narrative,
1: the analogy I like. This is not mine. I can't remember whose it is, but I've heard the one about um, you are trying to quit smoking, yes. and someone offers you a smoke. Yes, and you reply with, "Oh no, thanks. I'm trying to quit." Yes, you that haven't was changed. One of my posts. Is that one of yours? Are yeah. you oh, <laughs> kidding me? Shout out <laughs> yeah. is one of my ha- uh, favorite ones because you haven't changed your story yet. You're yes. still telling yourself you smoke. I'm still a smoker. I'm just trying to quit. Whereas if you respond with, "Oh no, thanks. I don't smoke."
0: You're already that you person. You are now
1: that. That's the difference. I feel like that just helps me. So yes. if there's anyone out there that's like me, for me, I'm like, wow, yes, I see the difference. You don't have to get up in the morning every every morning and look in the mirror and be like, I don't smoke anymore. I don't smoke anymore. <sighs> you know, you don't have to do that shit. But if you can if you want. But also changing that narrative, that story that you're telling yourself. Even I've seen one of the questions. Are we doing the binge run? Oh, no, we move that to next week. The binge the binge one, didn't we? I, th-
0: I can't remember. I think we moved it. Yeah.
1: Um, we've got a backlog of questions. Um, it, it, even when it comes to binging, yeah. s- for some people, and we'll get more into this next week, but for some people it can still be living the old story, yeah. living the old narrative, living the old person.
0: That's who you are. You binge. You
1: don't have to yeah. be that person. You can 100% change your – you are who you tell you so- yourself you are. And, you know, I think that's why that mental growth or that mental shift that can happen through either a program like yours or there are some other good ones out there too, like um, Train With Brad, but <laughs> yeah. not really. But I think that's that that's the mental shift. It's yeah. not about doing the Tony Robbins thing. You can do that if that works for you, but it's not about that. It's about, you know, changing your perspective, the way, your outlook, how you're, you talk to yourself, your inner self, you know.
0: Yeah. That I think that's the, would, bi- that's the biggest part. What would a
1: healthy person order for lunch? What, exactly. would, what would Ash Lane tell herself, you know, if your brother said you're fat? Would you even take a second? I don't think you'd even respond.
0: No. I, like, and I wouldn't take it on at all. No. I, I would actually, when I when I hear negative comments like that, and, and I, get, I do get it, and you know what? The worst part is it's usually from the people that are either family like, honestly, mm. none of my friends would say that. My husband would not say that. Mm. Um, it's usually people that are close, but family-wise. That, and this is not the first time I've heard something like this Their inten- from yesterday. Their
1: intentions could be good. But so usually... With the br-
0: sorry, you go. No, you, you go. Mate. No, no, no. no, no the no. intentions are usually good. Go. The
1: intentions... So with the brother, the intentions are usually good. I'm sure that majority of the time... It's not that he's, you know, wants to bring you down. He's probably like, you've been doing this program for six weeks or whatever and, you know, you haven't lost any weight yet. They just don't realise that... It's, uh, you know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. So she could keep doing the same thing that she's done forever. And one of her biggest goals was to get away from the all or nothing mentality. Move away from that. Learn how to enjoy her life, but also achieve her goals. And you're not going to do that on an eight-week challenge. That is just reiterating the all or nothing mentality. He's probably seeing her come to work. She's actually eating food that she likes mm. yeah like she's training three days a week and she's getting stronger and in fact her waist has actually gone down so that means that she oh has, really yeah, so oh, she's dude. got she has lost a she has at six weeks she's lost a little bit of body fat yeah she's eat. she's almost eating 2600 calories mm. her brother's seeing her not eat 1200 calories and probably chocolate is in there. Who knows? You know, she might have a burger every now and again. And he's like, what are you even doing? Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be losing weight. This is not how to do it. Yeah. And he's quite a, uh, apparently quite a lean individual. And I get that. But at the same time, like I said before, whether his intentions are good or not, some family members aren't some family members. It's just their way of bringing you down because they're, they're not doing the things that are moving them towards the goal. So why don't let's, let's bring everyone else down around us. Mm. Um, I would say,
1: you know what, if you really care about me, if you really want to see me do well, sit down and watch the next five-day challenge uninterrupted with no feedback to me until you finish day five. Yeah. If at the end of day five, after you've watched all of the education, if you still feel the same way, then let's have that chat. However, let's save the feedback till then. Yeah, I agree. Because I think it's so hard to...
0: Oh, it is. And it's just, it could just be another fad program. You know, yeah. how, how many fad programs have people been on? And they, exactly. they don't know me. You know? Yeah. He doesn't know me. No yeah so I, I know he
1: doesn't otherwise he would have been here on sunday
0: <laughs> exactly just
1: about everyone we knew was here
0: <laughs> um so yeah
1: bro it's 41 minutes No, it's 41 minutes yeah. we're pretty much these podcasts we have
0: to get into the are getting so
1: long that we're gonna pretty much go all right thanks for listening to episode number two and start episode 23 yeah because it's just gonna be continuous roll and roll
0: Let's get stuck into it.
1: Question number one, you ready? Yep. Question number one is BCAAs. I'll spell that for you. BCAAs, <laughs> when are they useful?
0: If you are vegan or vegetarian, they can be useful because when you're vegan and vegetarian, more so vegan, you're not usually getting all the essential essential amino acids from Um, you know, uh, beans and all that kind of stuff. So when I say essential amino acids, your protein is not usually complete protein. So when you do include BCAAs, it can help to give you complete protein. Um, If you aren't, if you are not vegan, so let's say you're a meat eater, it can It doesn't change anything for you. You're getting complete protein. It can be, I was going to say, it can be a waste of money. Um, It is likely a waste of money. You don't need it unless, of course, you like it. Some people like the taste of it. Sometimes it makes people drink more water if they put it in there. Um, It's not going to hurt you, but you don't need it if you are not vegan or vegetarian.
1: You're totally right. It's like it'd be like adding, I don't know, I'm trying to think know, of something yeah, else yeah, that what's you'd a be good like, analogy? why would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's raining and you go out and you water the grass.
0: I've, seen, I've actually seen people do that and I'm like, it's raining. Yeah, so
1: picture it's pissing down. Yeah. Like proper pissing down. Yeah. That's a whole food diet. Yeah. And then you go out there and you start watering. Yeah. You're already getting enough water. So there's enough, the rain, it's raining heavily enough yeah. that the water's already running off and down the gutter, it's flowing down the gutter, you're worried it's going to flood. And you go out and start hosing. Yeah, that's BCAAs. If you have a whole food diet, exactly, the ho- whole yeah, yeah, uh, and you're only, getting enough protein. And you get enough protein. The only other time it could help is for endurance, endurance athletes. Mm. Actually,
0: I forgot about that. Mm, Sorry, endurance. I just had a drink
1: there be no drink. We don't have time for drinking on this podcast. Sorry. We're up to forty-three twenty-five, and people are going crazy. They're, They're like,
0: like, "Just get to the questions." <laughs> yeah. yeah um,
1: so, some endurance athletes can see benefits in terms of performance by taking BCAAs, just
0: like replenishing as well. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. but for the most part, um, they are marketed as um, something that you will get a lot out of. The marketing is mostly BS. Yeah, particularly
0: um, if you're doing like an hour session at the gym, you're not like depleting. you don't you don't need you don't need yeah.
1: it. Yeah, but if you enjoyed, if you've got some in the cupboard and you're like, Brad, this shit tastes like bubble gum. I and love I love it. it. You know what? It isn't there's no harm.
0: No, exactly. There's no harm. Exactly. exactly. Yep. If you can if you can justify the cost f- for the taste that you get, and it's like, oh my god, it's like my favorite drink of the day. Yeah. Keep having it. Treat yourself. That was a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Question number two. How can I avoid muscle loss? This is like... I feel like there needs to be a little bit more context around this question.
1: Was there any more context? There wasn't. Do you know who this is?
0: No, because I wrote the questions. I, I took the questions, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago because we actually do have a bit of a backlog of questions. Don't Please don't stop sending them in. Send we them love, in, bro, yeah. I actually really like seeing that we've got questions for weeks in advance, so yep. please keep sending them. But, I mean, if we're talking about just like, I don't know, the everyday person... And they're like, I really don't want to lose. Do
1: you want to answer this one, babe?
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I think I asked the last question. I don't know. Uh,
1: no, I asked go. it, didn't I? Is <laughs> I this know. like the tooth housing again? Am <laughs> no, I, no, I no. going to apologise no, after this? No, no, and I'm no, no. going to be like, oh, shit, that I did that. was my fault. <laughs> sure? I I, I because this is rare. <laughs> I asked
0: rare. the question and then I just started answering it. Like, <laughs> yes. Sorry. You can answer it if nah, you want. No, you go.
1: Um, the context here is going to be Very, very important. This is such a weird, you know, answer to give without that context. How can I avoid muscle loss? Resistance train. So the opposite of muscle loss would be to muscle grow, which would – the best way to muscle grow is to resistance train. I know I say it every single podcast, but resistance training is not uh, body pump or um, cardio classes with weights. Think resistance training. Think Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know the kind of training he would do, or your favorite, WBFF or Ash. You know Ashley.
0: Oh, that's like the tenth time this week. I
1: know. I think I'm on. I think I'm onto it.
0: I don't know why. I mean, either I'm going to change it.
1: it. <laughs> um, I ta- when I tagged you in that answer the other day in the Facebook live. Yeah, I had to write Ashley.
0: Oh, because my Facebook name is Ashley. Yeah. For anyone yeah. that doesn't know, I don't like being called Ashley.
1: Yeah. It's so call her Ashley. Um. Yes, It depends, yeah, any t- the answer's really always going to be resistance training.
0: And high- eating a high-protein diet.
1: High-protein, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're in a fat loss phase and you want to avoid muscle loss, increase that protein as high as you can. Yeah. You know, normally the range will say 1.8 to 2.2 2 grams um, per kilogram, per of, kilogram body of body weight. Body weight. Um, ideally during a fat loss phase up on that higher end, 2.2, mm-hmm. 2 if you are an individual that has got quite a bit of body fat to lose 20 kilos 30 kilos 40 kilos plus you might find that 2.2 is too high mm. and you know you could end up at 250 grams of protein which can be really really difficult so for sustainability uh, it's okay to bring that down you might find that you actually even end up below 1.8 some chicks will end up at 1.3, you know?
0: Ultimately, that kind of – using your goal body weight sometimes – and, I mean, having a goal body weight has its pros and cons. I think pros – more pros to having a goal body weight is to give you a ballpark figure for things like protein and, and whatnot. So, yeah, mm. using that to go, okay, well
1: – Yeah, so, the, yeah, the easiest way to explain <laughs> it is if we have Ash – how much do you weigh? 70 – no, yeah, sixty-seven or whatever. 67, let's yeah. say seventy, <laughs> just around it. Let's say we have someone that weighs a hundred kilos. Yeah, yep. You and that hundred kilo person, let's say your bone structure is similar, so you same height. You've got similar muscle mass, similar, not the same because you've been training for a while, but you're going to be having similar muscle mass. Yes. So when it comes to protein, we're just looking at feeding the muscle.
0: Yes. The difference
1: the difference in weight is body fat. Mm -hmm. So that's why we can use ideally we would say, let's use your lean body mass. Yes. But it's hard to work out your lean body mass. But if she says, you know what, I want to be seventy kilos like Ashley, she's probably got similar muscle to you. Yeah. So Let's base it off 70 kilos. So you do your 1.8 to 2.2 times 70. Yes. So somewhere about 140, 150 grams of protein. Yeah. That's going to be ideal for you during that fat loss phase.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. That was a really good way to put it. I you like that. You can use that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's both. I don't have too much to add to that, to be honest. But I guess just training training in a way and fueling your body in a way that is designed to build muscle will help you stop losing muscle. Um, the other thing is like, I know this kind of sounds like it should be something that you already know, but surprisingly it does get asked is once you are training for a consistent amount of time and you do build muscle, you can't just get to that point and just stop and go, okay, well I built the muscle. Cool. I'm here. I'm at my goal. Like you've actually got to maintain what you're doing to maintain, um, I had a question during the week, something along the lines of, "Well, how much do it to like? Can I change my training? Can I like train one day a week?" Mm. It's actually a lot easier to maintain muscle than it is to build it. But strength training and high protein is gonna be your biggest uh, impacts.
1: Yeah, and the biggest thing will be, and unless they mean muscle wastage as well. So as you age,
0: yeah, well, that's another thing that's not really taken into consideration. Yeah. Mm.
1: Your, your your body will naturally. Reduce its total body, uh, total lean muscle mass. Yeah, as you age. As you age, yeah. After
0: 35, roughly speaking, it starts What are you looking at me like that for? Because <laughs> you're old. <laughs> <laughs> ah. um,
1: yeah, so I- in all cases, resistance training. Is this my question to ask? This is He's your just-
0: question. I'm just going to just sit here and not. I'm going to be quiet.
1: All right, you ready? Yeah. Question number three is, what are your best tips to stop yo-yo dieting? Which if anyone doesn't know, that's eating (laughs) yo-yos.
0: Not necessarily eating yo-yos. So this is like that all or nothing black and white mentality, like stopping getting on a diet and then falling off. And the best way to stop getting on a diet followed by falling off is to stop the huge amount of restrictions and the food rules. So the less restrictions that you have, the less food rules that you have, the more chance of adherence, uh, adherence slash compliance you've got and then the more chance of sustainability, the more chance you'll stick to it, the easier that you make it for yourself. Every time you have a food rule, um, like for example, like I said before, we get, uh, the girls to track their calories and track their protein target. Now I don't get them to track carbs or fats because that's two extra food rules that makes it harder and makes, gives a huge, uh, more of a chance to fall off. And they're like, oh, that was too hard. I want to go to I don't know, where are we going for lunch for my belated birthday? Light Years? And it's Asia. Are we going to Light Years? Yeah.
1: I thought we were going to that place at um uh, Chevron.
0: No, we're going to Light we going Years. To light years? Oh, that'd yeah. be nice. We haven't been there before.
1: Should tell the story about next door to there. Is that the one that's next door to
0: where we where, had our meeting, yeah. yeah, it was so good. Um, <laughs> I will <laughs> when I get to the question, but yeah, Asian light years, pretty carb heavy, lots of sugary sauces involved, MSGs, lots of MSGs, excellent flavor, flavor. <laughs> we watch this, uh, Uncle Roger, Uncle Roger on YouTube. It is so funny.
1: He's I don't know some kind. Of, he's Asian. He's, I think is he's Japanese. Nah, he, he ja- oh. no, he's. China. I don't know. He's. Don't be from, racist. From he's an Asian, Asian.
0: country, yeah, we love him. But, Casey loves him, but
1: he doesn't have an Asian accent.
0: But he, however, puts it
1: on. <laughs> he puts on the heaviest Asian accent, but the best for the best, bro. And he's actually a comedian, but you can't tell at the start. You could nearly think he was doing a legit video, and you're like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's not till later that I realised. He is a comedian, and
0: he- he's actually got an American accent. Yes, but he looks- and living in London. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: I think. Oh, was so it? Maybe funny. not. Maybe I got that wrong. No,
0: because it- so he takes the piss a little bit. So, um, what's the London cook, chefy guy? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon, and who's the other one? Jamie,
1: Jamie Oliver, Oliver. yeah, So takes a piss out of Jamie Oliver.
0: <laughs> they do fried rice. They make fried rice, <laughs> and he's like, "It's not Uncle Roger's fried rice." <laughs> yeah. And oh, um, no, yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah. He says, "I can't remember what that one means." Uh, uh, is that bad or not? is
1: bad? Yeah, hi
0: Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. he says it all the time because he, mm. he, he plays a video of Jamie Oliver making fried rice and <laughs> Jamie Oliver puts some kind of jam. You put jam. And, he, and then Uncle Roger's like, hi <laughs> He's like, it's horrible. He's like, you don't do that. You yeah. do not put jam in fried rice. This is how you make fried rice. It was, rice. Funny. It was it gold. Was, yeah. If you ever want to just like a laugh for 10 minutes, yeah. look up Uncle Roger on YouTube. Um, I forget where I was going. Yo-yo dining. so if you're going to asian today and you're you know wanting to have some deliciousness but you've got a carb target the it's highly likely that you're going to go well and truly over your carbs and that's going to give you a feeling of sadness right Mm -hmm. not joy guilt because oh i want to eat this but this is shit because i've got a carb target and i'm going to blow my carb target you know what i'm just going to give up tracking today and i'm just going to pick it up tomorrow, and then the same thing happens tomorrow because it's the weekend and hubby wants to have burgers for lunch. Well, all of a sudden, boom, you're over. So, Especially
1: if you have been on low carbs, which means you would have been holding less water.
0: Exactly. You would have
1: had your carbs at light years, got on the scale tomorrow morning. It's
0: going to be higher. It's
1: going high- it to be higher
0: Higher. because you've
1: retained some water from the carbo hydrates.
0: Exactly. So what I'm trying to say here is removing as many rules as you can, which still allows you to move forward. So rather than going to extremes, which are likely going to last how long? Four weeks, five weeks, maybe. If you are a super disciplined person, you may last the the length of however long you commit to but the problem with that is at the end you're going to be so rigid and so obsessed that mentally you're not going to be able to break away from it's going to be a fear to stop you know hitting your carb target on the head particularly those people that are a little bit OCD um so my advice talking of
1: OCD how was your thing yesterday but sorry yeah you keep
0: going if you watch Brad's stories, you'll know what he means with the weights on one side of the leg Abs- press. Absolutely. I my- do it to annoy the shit out I of you. I wake up so in the good. middle of
1: the night in a sweat, just like, oh, oh, put weights <laughs> on the other side. Oh, I was having a nightmare.
0: Um. So, yeah, so my biggest tips are to remove the all or nothing as much as you can. If that means that you go, okay, I'm going to give up the carb and fat target and I'm going to go calories and protein. That is a great improvement moving forward. Don't restrict certain foods. You know, If they fit into your calorie budget, if they bring you joy, if you're meeting your protein target, start there because that's going to help you repair that all or nothing mindset. And then a lot of people say, well, what about nutrition? That's not health. Well, hang on a minute. Mental health is just as important, if not more than then health from nutrients because you can get all the health from nutrients but your mental health could be so so debil- debilitating you could be sitting on the couch rest- you know like um not spending any time with family and friends and mentally you're not even the epitome of health
1: and what happens at the end of restriction
0: you end up falling off and like we said before
1: you'll binge what you're about binge. what about your nutrition health there yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. So the only thing I'll add to that is um, the Tim Tam, what is it? Uh, the Tim Tam craving. So when you restrict on day one or week one of your restriction, oh, yeah. you have a level one Tim Tam craving. Yeah. You're like, oh, I just want a Tim Tam. You can put off a Tim Tam craving when a Tim Tam's a yeah. level one Tim yeah. Tam. You're like, oh, I'm fine. Eventually, it's a level three or a level four Tim Tam craving. You're like, I'm really struggling now. It's fine. I'm going to go for a jog, you know, and say to myself, I hate Tim Tams. I hate Tim Tams. Eventually, you're going to have a 10 out of 10 Tim Tam craving. And rather than eating one Tim Tam, you'll eat all the Tim Tams. So if you have a one out of one Tim Tam craving, you can go to the fridge, have one Tim Tam your Tim Tam craving's gone. You've still hit your protein. You've still hit your calories. You'll still move towards your goal while eating a Tim Tam. If you wait, if you restrict it, and you wait till you get a 10 out of 10 Tim Tam craving, that's when you eat all the Tim Tams, you cry on the couch, then you get the ice cream, you cry under the ice cream, you eat a tub of Ben and Jerry's, you cry some more, you put on a rom-com, get the chips, you know, that's yeah. when, that's, that, that's falling off the wagon. Yeah. So include... The, include the, include the things that bring you joy
0: on a daily on a more frequent daily basis if you can because yeah. if you allow that more frequently the need or, or want for them is not as strong uh-huh, and yeah. and you never get to the point where you're like oh I, why would i binge on a packet of chips because i, I can have them if i if i want them yeah, yeah right you know it's like anything you always want what you can't have
1: yep i so, would say that and then yeah. environment you know, they've done so many studies where they will put a bowl of donuts out on the bench versus a bowl of donuts in the cupboard. And then people will eat donuts if they're easily accessible, they're out on the bench and they're right there in plain sight. People will eat them. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they've yeah. done it in um they've done studies where they've told people, All right, cool, you're going to everyone come in. All right, we've got fifteen people in this room. Uh, thanks for coming in today for this research study. You're all getting paid. We just want you to relax in here for about half an hour. We're just getting some things set up in the next room. We can't tell you what the study is yet, but enjoy yourselves, relax, talk, and we'll come and get you in about half an hour. Well, actually, that is the study, and they watch. So that room with those 10 or 15 people, they have different scenarios where there's donuts in a box. Yeah, right. There's donuts out in the open. There's no donuts. There's water. There's – you know what I mean? Uh, and so they watch right. how these people respond in – that room while they think that they're not under any pressure. And time and time again, when there's donuts or whatever it is out in the open, right there, right in front of you, in reach, people will go for the donuts. If they're in the box, it's a bit more of an obstacle. Am I allowed to open the box? Should I? Should I not? So it's a bit more. When they're away in a cupboard, no one's going through the cupboards. No. You know what I mean? I would. Some weirdos will still, you know, (laughs) look around. Don't ever let me in your house. I'll go through your shit. Like they'll look through the cupboards or whatever. And it's a similar sort of thing. If you're like, Brad, I know what you're saying about the Tim Tam thing. However, I just can't stop myself. Don't have them in the house, you know, at least at the start. That's the next step. That's like, yeah, this is the next step. If you really uh, not have a problem, but you've done put the Tim Tams where you have to get a step or a chair and they're up in the top back of the cupboard. Yeah, Don't put them at the front. You'll yeah. eat 10 Tim Tams while you're deciding what to eat. Yeah, exactly. You know, who has opened a pack? Oh, I feel like something. And you're eating shapes while you're deciding what you're going to eat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Put them, don't, ha- don't have it easy accessible. So, you know, just adjust your environment if you're at that next level where you're like, I still, I still struggle. Yeah. I still struggle just to have one Tim Tam.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't have Tim Tams in the house. Yeah, exactly. I've got to drive to Seven Eleven and pay $9 for a pack of Tim Tams. You know, that's get- a massive
0: obstacle. Yeah. 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 I yep. think that's good. Cool. Um, all right, next question. Next only-
1: question. Is this number four? Yeah. All right, you ready? Question number four. Do I dunno if it's me or you I'm just gonna ask it anyway. You get what you get. <laughs> Do either of your programs support vegan diets? What are good protein sources for vegans?
0: Um, so yes, so both of them do. And that's simply because we have a protein target and a calorie target. Now vegans fret and they're like, well, I'm vegan. So I can't eat protein, you know, like, not I can't eat protein, but it's so hard for me to eat protein. There's actually quite a few vegans and vegetarians as well coming through. Um, and you notice because in TWA, you see them share and people, other vegans will say, you know, uh, oh, what are your favorite sources of a vegan protein and you know people will comment and say oh you know i have um oh my gosh tofu i was gonna say soy stir fry tofu tofu stir fries and um uh tempeh or however you say it temper um we is another uncle roger into uncle roger <laughs> is coming in but there's also you know um and you'd have to double check but there's some protein fortified almond milks you'd have to double check i haven't personally uh, had a look at them but check if they're they're vegan um but you know you're normal what you would <clears throat> i think people are looking for this magic vegan protein source that's you know just going to appear out, out of somewhere that they don't know if you're vegan you're going to know that beans and, uh, legumes and, um, tofu are going to probably be your best protein sources. Getting a vegan protein powder is probably going to be essential for you, uh, to help you get it. Um, they are going to be your best bet. The mung bean and soybean fettuccines that you can get now, you can get high protein pasta. They're always going to be excellent sources for you. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And, yeah,
1: and then to answer the first part of whether you can, whether the programs do support vegan diets, yeah, hundred percent.
0: So we support any kind of diet because mm. there's not one diet that's going to suit everyone. Mm. We all have different um, joy, different, different things that bring us different joy. You know, I I might say to you, I love pizza, donuts, and frozés, and you know, it might be like I don't care for any of that that would make me sad Mm. you know I want to have ice cream burgers and Tim Tams you know like whatever whatever it is I think it's really important to be able to fill your cup with things that bring you joy in terms of you know relationships in terms of food that that's another that's a part of life that's a part of joy and if I said to you no you can't have that well it's not fair.
1: Mm, yeah, it's. I'm going to be. Um, he's trying to get the tennis ball from under the couch.
0: Old oh, Pete. Old oh, Pete.
1: Actually, when's he turned thirteen? Next week. Oh,
0: Twenty fourth.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to be a little bit harsh here, and I'm going to say that it's going to be more difficult if you choose to be vegan.
0: Yeah, of course it is. And
1: that's only because you are limiting or restricting the things you can have. You know, it'd be like going to a shopping it'd be like going to Coles or Woolworths and you're only allowed down half the aisles, Yeah, you know, or it would be like, this is my favourite analogy because I think this gives you, sometimes when you say it can be more difficult, if someone listening to this is vegan, they might, it can instantly put a barrier up Mm. and they're like, oh, I can do it, I can do it. It's not like that. I would say, so we are planning to go to the snow next week. Well, when you listen to this, we're either going to be at the snow or we're going to be at home sad. So uh, we don't know if the borders are going to close, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, let's say we get to our snow house. We're not actually staying on the snow, but let's just imagine we are. We're staying on the snow. We go into the house. House hasn't got any heating. That's like being vegan. That's
0: going to be terrible.
1: You're going to have to put socks on, Mm. base layer, more pants, Base layer top.
0: Probably wear my snow jacket to bed. Snow jacket. Beanie. Put scarf. a beanie on. Put
1: some gloves, a scarf. If you have a whole food diet, if you have a wholly inclusive diet, that would be like turning the heater on. Yeah. So it's not it's, impossible. Yeah. But yes, there are a couple more steps. It's going to be a little bit harder. Yeah. It's is more that fair,
0: convenient if you are not. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it? absolutely. So I would yeah. say anyone
1: that's vegan, if you have subscribed to being vegan... Um, uh, what's the word? Due to what is it? Not like animal cruelty. What would you well, g- wrap up that word as? Like, um, is it sustainability or okay. yeah? Well, like, if you're if you're if you've decided it because you don't want to eat animals because it's cruel, hundred mm. percent, no trouble. If you're doing it, I used to work with a chick that did it for fat loss. Yes. If you're doing it for fat loss, you don't have to. Yeah. You 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 can be making it harder on yourself. Uh, oftentimes people would start vegan because they've seen their friend lose fat yeah and what would happen is you'd start eating vegan which means you cut out half of the foods that you would normally eat mm. and by cutting out half you've halved your intake mm. so you've gone into calorie deficit and you've lost some body weight so i would have a think about why you've decided to be vegan and just to push a little bit harder on your sensitivity button as well if you're vegan work out is it worth it to you i could be vegan i Refuse to watch any of those animal cruelty documentaries. Yeah, because I love animals so much that I think that's all it would take.
0: Yeah, is to it, watch that.
1: Is I think that's all it would take. But I know for me individually, this is the wrong thing to say. People will be sad with this. So if anyone's upset about this, just send me a DM to Ash underscore underscore Lane.
0: <laughs> don't be a jack.
1: <laughs> um, I'll give you Ash's phone number and you can text her. But I just care about myself so yes. much that I'm like, I don't know if I'd hit that goal eating mung beans and. Yeah. A vegan thing. People, your,
0: your quality of life would be dramatically reduced. Yeah. And that is an, also an important consideration.
1: I'd be worried about my mental health.
0: Absolutely. Because I do
1: struggle a little bit on that side sometimes. Yeah. So I do really enjoy the things, you know, I do eat for joy as well. Yeah. Now, I'm, you know.
0: Segregation would be a part of it. Yeah. The mental health, I think when you're saying for myself, I know what you're saying and it's your mental health would suffer. Yeah. And I think that that's as good of a reason, if any. Now, some people might turn around and go, well, that's selfish. Well, no, you don't, no one gets to decide what's selfish because everyone's needs are different. Everyone responds to things that are different. And I think it's really important for us to be open.
1: Which I am all for people being vegan. Exactly. If, if people want to stop the animal cruelty, well, that
0: might be enough to bring them joy and enough mental yeah. po- mental positivity for them. Mm. But for others, it's not going to work. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I'm all for it. Like yeah. when people want to be vegan, the only thing I would say, either if you're just if you're thinking about doing it, you shouldn't be asking anyone else for sources of protein. Mm. I would want to be well versed enough in what's you know the ins and outs of vegan protein and essential amino acids i would want to be a Mm semi-expert in cutting out meat and understanding what impact that could have on your body and what you need to supplement i think asking i guess they're probably doing that by asking us but i would make sure that you really understand what you're getting yourself into if you if you are already vegan i would just ask why are you doing it if you're doing it for that animal side of things bro high five you know, like mm. thank you, I guess. Yes. Like I'll look yes. at our dog. I couldn't eat our dog. No. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I do get it. But also, I love chicken, so.
0: All right. Last question.
1: It's an, an hour and nine minutes, mate.
0: We wrapped that up pretty well. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, this question is a screenshot. Um, I'm going to read the whole thing cuz it's so lovely. Yes. Hi Ash and Brad, I'm a part of your program, very shy. I got
1: a shout out on this one, bro. How cool know, is that? You
0: often do. <laughs> um, very shy so don't say much, but they're every step and post along the way. Absolutely loving the process. Thank you for changing my life in just a matter of weeks. It's incredible. Uh, just a question for the podcast. Can we talk carbs? What it does uh, to the body and is there a amount that we should limit to? Keep up the awesome work, guys. Loving being a part of this amazing community that you have created. And I'm not going to say she signed off with her name, but obviously let's keep it anonymous because she anonymously sent it through. Did she? Well, she sent it through to a private DM because she doesn't okay. want to put it in the in the Facebook group.
1: Oh, yeah, all right, well, Sam, first of all, thanks for asking the question, <laughs> and I'm glad you're enjoying the programs. I would say that uh there's there was a lot of um trash talk about carbs making you fat over the years there's been everything there's yeah. for a while they thought it was fat, they thought it was sugar they thought they've tried everything there's been just about every single you know uh there's been scientists that got caught uh being bribed by sugar companies like there's been so many conspiracies around every macro and then also a lot of micros as well to what it is that can negatively impact your fat loss journey first thing i want to wrap up by saying is it's calories in calories out so ash's analogy which i love this one is the piggy bank one yes where if you've got a piggy bank and you're putting coins in, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a 10 cent, then a 20 cent, then another 10, then a 50, whatever the total that adds up to is what it adds up to. Is that how you say Yeah, it?
0: exactly. So if it's, you know, if you add, if there's $100 in 20 cent pieces in a piggy bank in comparison to a $100 note. Still $100.
1: Yes, and so that's... What it's made up of. It's it does what not it's, make a difference. Exactly. So if you over-consume total calories, you'll effectively be in a calorie surplus and you can expect to gain weight. If you under-consume total calories, you'll expect to be in a deficit and you'll expect to lose weight. And anywhere in between is considered maintenance or maintenance range. Whether you make it up of protein, carbs, fats, the only one that matters out of those three is protein. If your goal is muscle growth or uh, not losing muscle as we had, you know, or let, not muscle wastage as we were talking about earlier. Ideally, we need enough protein to support muscle growth or muscle retention. When it comes to carbs and fats, for fat loss or muscle growth, they play zero role. It doesn't matter if you eat mostly carbs and not much fat or mostly fat and not much carbs. Don't worry about it. Eat in a way that brings you joy. For muscle growth or fat loss, if you find that you feel unwell, if you feel, find that you're having something that has a negative impact on you, your energy level, the way you perform, and then once you've got, I always say to people, let's not look at everything first. There's a reason a bricklayer apprenticeship is four years. Let's start with the basics. Let's start with actually what people struggle with most, which is muscle growth or fat loss. Let's start with that. Let's start with a protein goal. Let the carbs and fats fall where they fall. Once you get a handle on that and that becomes second nature for you, it might take six weeks. Yeah. It might take 12 weeks. It might take one week. It might take listening to your five-day thing and at the end of the five days, it already the penny already drops. Once you're like, you know what, I understand it. I get the piggy bank thing. I get the calorie thing. I understand protein. Once you get to that point, if you then want to either I, – I would look at what's negatively happening. I wouldn't proactively go out of your way – to start increasing carbs or playing around with it. But I would say, how do I feel? How's my digestion? Am I finding that I've got more energy or less energy? You know, I would start at that point going, okay, well, I'm going to have a look. Is my, have I got no libido? Okay, yeah. I'm not having any fat. Yeah, I'm enough having, healthy fats. I'm not having any healthy fats. Why don't I look at increasing my healthy fat a little and see what impact that has? Yeah. Increasing your fat will then obviously come off your carbs. So exactly. that's something I would look at. You might – the same goes with other, like, fibre. You might go, I haven't had a shit for a week.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm having four grams of fibre a day.
0: Exactly, which is going to come from a source of carbs, you know, your veggies, your, your fruits. Yeah, fruits, veggies, Grains. bread.
1: Grains, sorry. Yeah. So in terms of carbs itself, 99% of what you hear, read, myth is bullshit carbs are totally fine are they are your for most people unless you're keto they are your main energy source and that's what your body and brain will use to function and give you energy so you might find that once you've got a grasp of fat loss and muscle growth you might try having more carbs prior to the gym you might try having carbs after the gym i wouldn't get too cute with it because unless you're doing a huge endurance thing it's actually going to have no impact like carb loading, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A- and you're actually going to find you will probably have more rules, and you're going to go, all right, I'm training tomorrow, so I'm going to have pasta tonight." Tomorrow comes around, you can't train. You're like, "Oh shit, I've got a gut full of pasta." That <laughs> means I'm going to have to have pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think a lot of the times, adding all those extra rules and restrictions makes it harder than easier. Mm. If you feel fine, keep doing what you're doing. The only thing I'll, g- the only th- other thing I'll add before I hand over to our co-host Ashley would be. As you increase your calories, so I'm going to assume that um, the person that hasn't given their name, so I'm going to assume Sam is reverse dieting. Yeah. As you increase your calories each week, likely your protein is going to stay the same. Yeah. So that increase will come from carbs or fats. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. Carbs, the second part of carb is carbohydrate. The reason it's hydrate is because for every gram of carbs you consume, your body will retain two to three grams of water. So you will see if you have a high carb meal or a high salt meal today, it's very common for your body to retain some water so you won't piss as much water out. You get on the scale and it might be half a kilo heavier. It's only water. It's not body fat. And so you can over 12, say you reverse diet for 12 weeks, you might find that your carbs go from 200 grams to 300 grams a day because your calories have gone up. Yeah. You're filling those calories with joy or, or maybe not even joy. It could be fruit, veggies and grains. But let's say you fill it with joy. That could be more carbs. More carbs could mean more water retention. And so over an extended period, you could see you know, a very small trend in scale weight. However, that doesn't mean body fat gain. And yeah. that's why you also track your waist and other measurements too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you answered that so thoroughly that I don't really have too much to add, but yeah, a hundred percent. When she said, you know, is there a limit to carbs? Not necess- No, not necessarily. There's not. I think the one thing that I guess that I personally, I naturally don't ever have to watch and I don't, naturally ever speak about it because it's just another I guess rule and I don't want you guys to become too dogmatic with it but healthy fats do lead to healthy hormones so making sure that you are getting in some avocados hopefully you like that <coughs> nuts and seeds healthy fats um, you know even peanut butters and um oil like extra virgin olive oil nut butter nut, <laughs> nut butter <laughs> um yeah, making sure that you, you're getting enough of that in to support healthy hormones is, you know, something that you should take potentially take a look at. So, roughly speaking, I like to keep mine around 45 grams, uh, ish. Of healthy fats, and that could give you, I guess, a rough indication of yeah, cool. Am I getting enough healthy? F- like particularly when you've got a, a lot of calories to play with, am I getting enough he- enough healthy fats in? Awesome, you know how do I feel? Exactly like you said before. So yeah. don't
1: yeah, don't forget about the nuts.
0: Exactly. Then yeah, peanuts and <laughs> yeah, that was question five. Bro. That was
1: it. We're done. We're done. Now the only thing before we wrap up is. Um, FLFM.
0: Yes. There's some big news. I was like, what are we doing? I didn't practice. No, (laughs) we didn't speak about this. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how long ago it was now, maybe like a month ago. um, I just said to, I sent an email out and said, you know, what is, what are you doing? I feel like you're going to do something. I'm not doing anything. I feel like you're doing something. I, I put out expressions of interest for FLFM because I was considering not running the September group this year. Um, but to be honest, there was quite a few expressions of interest, uh, to be a part of my one-on-one coaching, which is September. So that's the end of September. It runs through till the end of, um, it runs through till the end of, not the end of December, just before Christmas. So September through to just before Christmas. Um, So yeah, so if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me and you just want to, I guess, find out maybe a little bit more, maybe you want to send me a DM and just see if it's a right fit for you. Maybe you're not ready to apply yet. That's completely fine. If you're like, hell yes, I've been waiting for this opportunity. Um, Go straight to my website, ashlane.com.au. Go to the Fat Loss Forever Method Uh, page which is clearly there and apply straight away do not hold back (laughs) Um, but yeah if you've got if you just want to send me a dm because you've got a question you're just unsure then of course do that as well
1: i think that's the important part i think that everyone should do that part nearly You know what I mean? Yeah. The the chicks that have been waiting, they're like, are you going to do another one? Are you going to do another one? Yes, apply. Get your spot because they do fill up and they are limited. Yes, and and we're bringing
0: the numbers down again this
1: time. Every single group, the numbers have reduced and reduced and reduced. If you're like, I honestly don't really know what's included. I don't know what's involved. I don't know if I'm suitable. You know, I'm not sure how it all works, then –
0: Yeah, you can send a DM, but also have a look over the the webpage as well. There's uh, Q&As at the bottom of the uh, webpage, the FLFM and TWA webpage. You can actually sign up for TWA already for September. We've had quite a few people do that. Um, But yeah, there's Q&As at the bottom, which some of your questions might be answered. But if you're still just like, oh, I just, I really don't know... All you have to be is 51% sure. Yes, right? yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> I had that conversation with Casey yesterday. Really? He was trying to determine. Now, this is... C- this can
1: you hear i got Friday on the background? Yeah. Is that too loud? No, it's okay. Can you hear that at home in your car?
0: <laughs> Hopefully. Don't turn it up anymore. Okay. <laughs> um, yesterday, he was wanting to buy a LeBron James Fortnite skin <laughs> and he had... I don't know, 3,000 V-Bucks in his account. And he was deciding between two. One was 2,000 and one was 1,500 V-Bucks. And he was like, I don't know, can you help me? And the one that was 2,000 seemed like so much more value. And I was like, Bro, I'd get that one because there's more value in that one. You, get, you actually get two LeBron James skins where the other one, you only got one.
1: No, do they know, anyone know what a LeBron James skin is?
0: <laughs> in Fortnite. If you've got a boy, you will know anyway. It's just like an outfit for their exactly Fortnite what character. It is. Yeah. Anyway, I said to him at the end of it, he's like, I'm still not sure. I was like, are you 51% sure? He said, I'm 80% sure. I'm like, go and buy it, bro. You're 80% sure. Go and get the damn skin. I said to him, if there's ever a decision that needs to be made, you only need to be 51% sure. Take the leap. And he's like, really? I said, yep. And he's like, okay. And he hit enter straight away. Wow. I was like, there you go.
1: I feel like, though, an eight year old will be 51% sure about just about anything. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: He was adamant. He was like, I'm 80% sure. I'm like, That is, you might as well be 100. You might,
1: yeah, yeah. And so I bet what happened once he bought it.
0: He loved it. He filled
1: that last 20, didn't he? Exactly. He he made us sit in there and he's like, we're on the couch and he's like, do you want to see me get this last gold? Because apparently they they complete some quests or whatever. Yeah. And even the skin they've bought, they can get more gold on it, which apparently is.
0: Like actually the costume that they're wearing. Yeah. looks more gold
1: yeah that's how you flex on the other players or whatever and he's like do you want to come in and watch me get my final gold whatever yeah and we're like you know as parents we're like you know what i'd fucking love to (laughs) and you're sitting in his room on his beanbag. he's like it'll take about five minutes i just have to kill one more person and we're like yeah cool but oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, he came out and he said that. And I was like, you know what, mate? I would love nothing more than to come and watch you do this. And yeah. I'm watching. I've got absolutely no idea what's happening. Like, I'm one of those mums. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I play,
1: I play it with him a bit. Yes. But he's better than me at it. And I'm like, I'm like, what do I do here? What about that? What about <laughs> this? I thought he'd have to be 12, 13, 14 before he got better at me.
0: Oh, my. He's at been better at you at PlayStation for probably at least 12 months, I reckon.
1: Yeah, about eight years, I reckon.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't follow me on Instagram, Ash underscore underscore Lane, and Brad at train with Brad, nice and easy. And yeah, if you want to find out more about either of the programs starting in September, just head to ashlane.com.au and you can have a little wander.
1: Have a great Friday.
0: Bye.